Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for us at keyword World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. ready to pump your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio on the world's most popular power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. The Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her sidekick daughter, Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations of the globe in their information-packed Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew. In other segments, Cynthia interviews real-life trailblazers, authors, and experts with the courage and vision who show you how to build a road to fulfillment through their unique books and services. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be informed and entertained. For your free lifestyle empowerment coaching session right here on the airwaves, turn up the volume, relax, sit back, and get ready to be inspired. Because Star Style, Be the Star You Are, starts right now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's finest program of Positive Book Talk. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and soar to greatness? Well, my name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are so excited to be your personal growth success coaches here with you every week on the airwaves, helping you define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. So we want to entertain, edutain, encourage, and empower. So smile, have fun, and celebrate. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities. As we do every week, we have a life-transforming show for you. In segment three, all the way from Scotland, we are bringing you Dr. Richard Norris. He's going to be sharing seven key lessons on your journey to success with his book, Hoof It. In segment two, we'll be helping you to see a brighter future with an amazing attitude adjustment manner of being. And coming right up in our T for Two, a mother-daughter Bruce segment, our health advisor, Heather Brittany, will be sharing 15 easy life changes that will help you reduce and improve your cholesterol levels. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Express Yourself, the website for, by, and with teens to express and publish their creative works at btsya.com. And coming soon, Express Yourself, the radio show. This miracle moment is by Edward Hale. I cannot do everything, but I can do something, and I will not let what I cannot do interfere with what I can do. Don't you love that, Heather? It's like the truth. Isn't that the truth? We just have to have these can-do attitudes all the time. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. I'm like the little the little engine that could. Well, a couple of uh, quick announcements before Heather helps us to be healthier. Remember, 
Be the Star You Are is hosting its 8th Annual Essay Contest. You can win dollars and a guest spot right here on our radio show broadcasting to 132 countries. So what you'll want to do is go to btsya.com or go to bethestarur.org to check out the guidelines. And we will be doing this for a couple of months, so you're going to be very excited about this. Our topics this year are really great there, and they were created by the kids. So make sure to enter and have a great chance at it. And the other thing, oh, and by the way, that is sponsored by U.S. Bank. So thank you to U.S. Bank. And another way to support Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this radio show is to visit Good Search and type in Be The Star You Are, Moraga, California, as your cause. Costs you nothing. You can shop and get discounts, or you can you can search for anything you want on the web. And it gives, I don't know, a penny or something to the cause. Whatever, you know, it's like a penny, a penny saved is a penny earned, as Heather has always said. Exactly. Oh, well, Benjamin Franklin said that too, didn't he? <laughs> uh, I guess he beat me to the pun. I know. Well, sorry, Heather. We always are finishing each other's sentences. So <laughs> on with our program. And everyone knows by now that high levels of cholesterol increase our chances of heart attacks and heart disease. And people worry about the ratios of high density or low density, the lipoproteins. But it's really more important to know absolute numbers for all your cholesterol levels, whether it's HDL, LDL, or the total cholesterol. So, Heather, our resident health practitioner here, she wants to help you help yourself. So, Heather, what do you have for us about cholesterol? Exactly. Well, first off, I want to say cholesterol gets a bad rep. Um, cholesterol is actually something your body needs. It's essential to the production. Um, everything just as fast. It's just as, you know, where we have all the fat-free diets. Uh, your body does need fat. Your body does need sugars. Um, lipids definitely, and lipids is the kind of the medical way of saying cholesterol. And the term cholesterol sort of gets flip-flopped either between uh, the, the cholesterol that's in your food um, or the cholesterol that's maintained within your body. And as you said, um, LDL, just to kind of quickly, just some little info to clarify, LDLs are what are considered the bad cholesterol. Because cholesterol inside your body, it's a waxy, fatty-like substance. Uh, and it helps um, with your liver and digesting bile fluids and the whole digestive process. Um, but if you have high levels of that LDL, um, lipid, cholesterol, however we want to say it, um, it can eventually, because it's that waxy stuff, um, imagine it, I, I think I've explained it before, uh, the going down um, the garbage disposal, how you're told don't put uh, bacon grease down there because over time it starts corroding and, and clogging it up. But Heather, before you tell us about the the clogging, which one, one is good and one is bad? So yes, so your LDL, which means low density lipoprotein, is the bad cholesterol. So you want to have low levels of the low density, sort of. Okay, that's a good way to explain it. I like that. So high, you want high for high, and you want low for low. I think giving giving our listeners a little tip kind of helps, you know. Exactly. The high density, uh, the HDL is the high density lipoprotein, Um, and that again, um, you, you want you want that to be higher. 
Uh, and, and the way to kind of think of it, too, is just as um, low-nutritious foods, you don't want to. A lot of times things that are high in calories, high in fat, are low in nutrition. So you try to think of that as that high calories, you know, high, you don't want high levels of bad cholesterol. Um, and something, you know, that one thing, uh, family history and genes can definitely um, play a part in um, cholesterol that can be something hereditary. But for the most part, it really is something um, in relation to food-wise. So if you're aware, if you've been um, just curious and you've found out your cholesterol levels or if a doctor has ordered it and they've come back, you know, with some concern, for the most part, unless you have dangerously high um you know, lifestyle levels, most of it can be improved with simple life changes. And a lot of it has to do um, with your food intake. So things that And, and when you say food intake, Heather, the first thing that comes to mind, because as you know, I always raise, I've always raised chickens and I have my own eggs. Eggs are always getting a bad rap, and yet they're like one of the most complete foods. So yeah, and, what is it and, with cholesterol in the eggs? And that's something, you know, eggs are something they kind of flip-flop about um, with. Eggs are, uh, have lots of protein, are very nutritious, and are considered a good cholesterol. Again, it's that limiting it. Uh, uh, eggs are fantastic for your health. Um, they have lots of, you know, that, those fatty acids um, and good cholesterol. Uh, a mid-range of cholesterol, lots of protein. Uh, again, just limiting yourself to it. Don't have, you know, 10 eggs a day, but an egg a day is actually fantastic. And it's one of those sustainable foods that's so high in protein that's going to keep you full. So you're not going to be wanting, you know, extra things. A great way um, of cooking your eggs, whether it's just a hard-boiled egg or scrambled egg, instead of cooking it in butter or adding mayonnaise to it, um, if you're going to make an egg salad, I'm in love now with a non-fat Greek yogurt. It tastes like sour. It's so rich. It's so good for you. It's so um, health-rich. It has tons of protein, low cholesterol, no fat, um, you know, barely any calories. And also, if you're going to be cooking them, if you're going to do something on the stove, use um, just a, dal- a small little amount of olive oil. That way you're getting the good fats with it instead of butter. You're really getting um, a complete... A complete thing. And yes, oh, that sounds of- yummy, and I like the idea of the Greek yogurt with it. That's a great substitute. Exactly. And, you know, a big thing is dairy oftentimes gets a bad rap. It's just choosing the right kinds for low-fat dairies. Or as a thing, this um, Greek yogurt, you have to be careful. Make that's, that's another big thing. Read your labels. All things are not the same, and, and a lot of times um, they have sneaky ways of, of saying things. Peanut butter spread is not the same as peanut butter. Look in your greens. I talked the, the first four things. You know, you if you're buying peanut butter, you want to see that it says first ingredient peanuts. That's all. They I just recently bought an amazing peanut butter that all it was was ground up peanuts, and it was so good. Um, you don't want that hydrogenated oils. Um, that stuff doesn't digest in your body, um, so it's just clogging up your arteries again. Eating fruits and vegetables, replace that. Um, snacking, you know, we always talk about, I myself am a total grazer, but it's really being conscious about what you're snacking on. Um, nuts, fruits, high protein, low fats, really look, and as I say, your body does need cholesterol. It just needs a small amount. Everything in um, moderation, per se, because you don't want to have unhealthy levels. 
as I just said before, avoid your the trans fats. There's been big research um, recently regarding those trans fats, how many companies now are removing that. Um, it's terrible that it was in there. It's one of those things, a soluble fat that um, when melted down, you know, that something if, if something's hard and becomes a liquid and re-solifies, you don't want that. Um, also, reducing your salt intake. Cholesterol, a lot of times, um, a very, and it looks can be deceiving, a very, someone who may look fit and look thin can have a very high, have high cholesterol and have a high blood pressure. And high blood pressure sometimes is a way for us to kind of see there could possibly be something else underlying, something that um, we're not seeing on the surface. And by having a lot of salt, salt raises um, your blood pressure. And that definitely um, is going to increase um, that HD, that, uh, excuse me, the, the low, the low density one. So well, and that's one reason salt. why you don't want to have processed foods. You know, I mean, people say, oh, well, I never add salt. I hear people say this all the time. I don't add salt to my food. But the majority of the salt that we get in our diet is actually coming from from other kinds of sources, you know, like the potato chips or if you're opening something that's canned, as opposed to when you eat, you know, fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, you're not going to get that kind of additional salt or sodium. Yeah, and that's what I really think about reading labels. And um, companies find ways to be tricky a lot of times, especially with those can- If you have access to fresh vegetables, I know we've discussed before about cost and all of that. If you have access to fresh vegetables, please do that. But if you're only able to get canned vegetables, a lot of times look at those labels. You will see a ridiculous amount of sodium in it because they have to put it in like a salt water. And oftentimes now you're seeing no salt added or reduced fat. Salt. If uh, if you have to get canned, look for those, but still look at that, and you'll still see how high the salt levels are. So your best bet is fresh or frozen veg, flash frozen vegetables. And something else to just kind of keep in mind is changing your strategy. Um, usually, you know, if you've been told you have high cholesterol and they want to see improvements, they usually say for three months, you know, healthy dieting um, should bring down your overall um, LDL cholesterol level. And, and is there a certain kind of exercise that is better to help, you know, um, to not, I don't I want to say eliminate cholesterol, but to lower your bad cholesterol or any I kind of exercise? Any kind of exercise. They're constantly improving. They, do you see those commercials now that say 60 minutes of play a day? That doesn't mean you have to be in, you know, taking a run or being a treadmill of just physical activity. The more physically active you are, the better your life is, and also you reduce your um, risk for heart attack, stroke, blood clot. Blood clot. If you're living, um, if you're not very active, you're hiring your chances of blood clots because that's why on planes they say after a while, get up and move around. Your body needs that flow. Keep keep your body moving. Well, and I think just turn on the music and start dancing. I mean, we can all dance by ourselves, you know? You know, (laughs) nobody's looking. We're all rock stars. So whether we're running out of time like we always are, so we have to wrap it up and give out the websites. Great. So all I would just say is if in three months you don't see it, consult your doctor. If in six months you haven't seen an improvement, there may be a possibility that you might have to go on medication. That's usually a last step, so always consult uh, your physician before taking any of these measures. As always, we want you to check out the website, so go to bethestarur.org, bethestarur.com, as well as carmonyclutches.com, both with a K. 
Well, this is great. We're all going to be super healthy. We're going to eat healthy. We're going to exercise. And most of all, we're going to have fun with our life. So when we return from break, we're going to have some amazing minor attitude adjustments so that we can have more play in our life. And with the attitude adjustment, Heather, don't you think we'll lower the cholesterol? I think so. Exactly. (laughs) I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. Don't you dare go away. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you passionate about your business? Well, if not, why not? People who are using their passion to run their businesses are happier, more fun-loving, and have less stress and are more excited about life. Do you know how to turn your passions into profits? Well, first of all, write down what you love to do in life. Don't worry if it seems crazy or impossible. Dream the dream, then write the plan. Eliminate the naysayers in your life. All you need is one honest, supportive person. Go into action to get the skills you need and then believe in yourself and all the possibilities. If you're having fun, others will too. And with enough patience, courage, perseverance, the profits will come rolling in and you'll feel alive because you have discovered your passion. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. With everything, everything is possible. Visit starstyle.us for more information. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Now, back to the show with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, you bet this is the Power Hour. Thank you for staying with us. I am Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where my purpose in providing you this rodeo, this rodeo, yeah, it is a rodeo, hello, this radio program, it's to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the producer, the writer, the director, the star of your own life. Your life is your show. And we do have the rules, smile, have fun, and be willing to be wild and wacky. We also want you to read some good books and some books you probably have never heard of. As an author, I am a New York Times bestselling author of several books, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, Be the Star You Are for Teens, The Business of Show Business, and Miracle Moments. You can get more information and purchase autographed copies. Visit my website at BeTheStarYouAre.com. It's for the books. 
And remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. We really believe in read, lead, succeed. And I'm also very excited to announce today we are launching the new radio show, Express Yourself, that is expressly for teens. It will be hosted by teens. Unlike this show that is live, our Express Yourself is going to be pre-recorded with two teen hosts, Shandara Pachel and Stephen Zhao, and I ha- we have five uh, field reporters on top of that. And I'm excited to be producing this and in the background coaching the kids. It's going to be great, and it's going to be on our sister station, Voice America Kids Network. It's a, a brand-new network launched specifically for young people, and our show will be specifically for teens. So be watching for the newsletter and, and checking out our Twitter and our Facebook and and our LinkedIn to see exactly when the date is that it launches. So stay tuned for more and express yourself. And you can just follow us at btsya.com. We'll let you know when it's launching or you can always follow at starstyleradio.com. We have a special section dedicated to this new show. Well, happiness and attitude go together. And everyone knows, you know, how to keep their house clean, how to keep their car clean. You know, you keep your bodies clean by taking showers or baths. But have you ever thought about how you clean up your mood well, we want to give you an attitude adjustment. And then when you do that, you can just watch yourself sparkle and shine. Now, no matter how mad or disappointed or depressed or annoyed, a situation, a person or a time or a place can make you, we all need to rebalance if we want to really establish happiness in our life and have that be at the forefront. Now, an author colleague of mine, Tina Tessina, who is also a psychologist, she offers lots of ideas to turn your attitudes around into the most common, common mood adjusters. So we are going to disrupt situations, and then what we'll do is I've added many of my own tips to what she loves to say, too. So hopefully, after you're listening, you're going to go out and realize, aha, I am in charge, and I can change things. You know, the things that I can change, I will change, and things that I can't, I'm going to learn to adjust to them. So first thing is how do we deal with disappointment and what are our expectations? You know, most of us have very high hopes, and I love the word high hope. I have a good friend, another author and writer. Her name is Hope Clark, and I call her High Hope because she's just always so positive and she's just she's inspiring other writers to do their best stuff. So we everybody is a high hope and we all have rosy pictures of of what we want in our future. And when we enter new situations or relationships, sometimes life doesn't turn out to be exactly as we planned. I mean, life isn't perfect. I know that people like Steve Jobs always wanted to go for perfect. I tend to go for excellence. You know, you get as good as you can get, but I'm not so sure there is something that's perfect. So things don't always go the way we hope. Sometimes you find out that your partner, can you believe this, is actually an imperfect human being. I mean, we are all humans in training. I'm a human in training. We're all imperfect. So we get disappointed. Or you might begin to expect that your partner is going to always see your point of view or agree with you. Or as long as you love each other, everything's going to be great. But then after a while, the real world sets in. There are things that you start realizing that 
perhaps your expectations are unrealistic. And if you feel that you're constantly disappointed and you're frequently mad or angry, we have to consider the fact that expectations don't always line up with reality. So what do we do in that situation? We have to adjust our expectations because one thing, you know, like my husband always says to me, I mean, growing up in the vineyards of Napa Valley, I grew up in the vineyards of Napa Valley and growing up on a farm, I'm still very connected to the natural world and to the earth and grow all my own vegetables and fruits and I have all these animals. I'm, I really love spending time in nature with my hands in the dirt. And his comment is always that he forgot to read the fine print where it said, you know, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. And all I can say to that is I'm so glad that you can't take the country out of me because that's where I get my spirit and that's where I get my passion for life. But no matter how little reality does resemble what your dream person is, we don't have to argue or squabble about it. We're all dealing with a lot of disappointments in our everyday life, both at home and at work. In most cases, neither you nor your partner would argue with the boss. I mean, if you ever think about it, who do you get mad at more? It's usually the people that you love. You don't usually argue with your colleagues at work. You don't go and yell at your child's teacher. What happens is at home, you tend to kind of vent a bit more. And instead, one thing we need to rearrange is to choose the same kind of behavior with our partners and treat them with respect. And instead of bickering like kids, we have to be grown-ups and control ourselves and get out of the arguments by listening and communicating uh, properly. If we're fighting over silly things, remember these are all just symbolic fights because it's not really about who didn't flush the toilet or who left their socks on the floor. It's usually about some kind of disappointment or who perhaps seems to be trying, you know, wielding more power. And that is the bottom line is we all want to be loved. And in a relationship and in a partnership or in a marriage, we want to be equal partners. So we don't want to have those kind of power struggles. So what are some do's and don'ts for handling disappointment? Okay, we all going to get disappointed. You may, you know, you may want to be like a child and lay on the floor, kick your heels, scream. If you're thinking you're more adult, you may think, oh, I'm going to go have a couple more drinks or, gosh, I'm just going to punch the wall. But all that acting out doesn't fix anything because disappointment is the end of the road. It's the dead end. What we have to do is figure out a new direction. We need how, we need to learn how to make a U-turn, jump over it, go over it, go through it, whatever it is. So here are a few do's and don'ts that might help you. Do put your disappointments into perspective. If you're disappointed, it hurts. But remember, your life isn't over. We still have a bright future. So see what you can do to make it better. Uh, Heather's really great about always saying, you know, keep your face to the sunshine and you don't see so many shadows. And that's really true. I know that it's hard when we're having a tough day because we think, you know, it's never going to get better. But you know what? Even when it's pouring rain or when it's thunder and lightning, we do get another sh sunny day. In fact, right before the show started, we had a really big earthquake about three minutes before the show. And that might have been why I actually wasn't able to get onto my microphone quickly. It sort of turned itself off. 
Anyway, we're going to have things like this happen, but it's going to be bright and sunny another day. Do understand that you do have control. You may not have total control over something, but when you look at things objectively, look at what went wrong, look at what you could improve, look at your skills, what was the spirit behind it, and what could you do differently this next time. You don't want to blame others, and you don't want to blame yourself for things you can't control, but you do want to change the things that you can control. I know it sounds like the 12-step program, and I think that's probably great because we do, don't want to get into that Thoreau's quiet desperation. We do want to change for the positive. Now, the other do is we want to learn from the experience. Every disappointment is an opportunity to learn from whatever went wrong. So replay your mental tapes of the event and then figure out what you can do better. Don't give up. You know how you hear me say this probably every week on this show. Failure is fertilizer. There is no failure unless you quit. And if you do uh, throw, you know, if you do have what you call a failure and you make it into fertilizer, it just is going on your compost pile. So you're going to grow a new garden. So just determine to do better. Don't expect anyone to sympathize with you. Maybe give yourself a timer. When I am really frustrated, I'll put an egg timer on for like three minutes and I'll just like pound my chest and do my deep moaning breaths that I teach when I go out and speak. And then it's like, okay, the three minutes are up, time out, it's better. I'm, I feel better. So you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and get right back there in the game. Let go of resentment, discontent, and frustration because they are so destructive. They give rise to hopelessness, helplessness, and despair. If you cannot solve a problem, communicate and get along with yourself or speak with someone else because you don't want to lose hope that you're going to enjoy life. Remember, you know, with when we have hope, we really do have everything. And what resentment and frustration do is they rob your days of joy and of those really happy moments that we tend not to celebrate. When you are hopeless, you tend to lack patience. And then when you lack patience, you don't think clearly or creatively. So, but the good news, there's good news to this, is you can learn patience and you can learn clear thinking. So how do you acquire patience? Well, learn to be patient and remain calm because it reduces and relieves your stress and worry. When you cultivate patience, you're really learning impulse control. And it is an issue that deals completely with self-management. You can learn how to do emotional maintenance, shake off the stress, keep on track of what you do, and then let go of the frustration when something's getting to you. This is where I had two um, great speaking events this week where I was helping people. My talk is called Up Ways for Down Days. And I was talking with two people in transition who had lost their jobs or, you know, had been terminated in some way. And we're trying to get back in the game, but we're feeling the frustration, the stress, the disappointment, etc. And one of the exercises I teach is this moaning breath where you take this deep breath in. And when you exhale, you just kind of roar it out and let whatever inside you is there. So it sounds very kind of primal. It's a wonderful stress reliever. And another Tai Chi exercise is called the push and pull, and it's to 
push out the bad and pull in the good as you're visualizing, letting go of the bad and whatever that is, whether it's just the thoughts, you know, if, it, if it's negative thinking, whatever that negativity is, and then pull in your vision, pull in what it is that you want. But with patience, you're going to learn how to wait, and then you're going to think before acting, and you're going to make sure that you understand the options and take control of your own ideas and decisions because it's a growth process. It's a transformation of self through awareness and through learning. And to acquire patience, we just have to learn not to act on impulse, not to act on impulse. So change your thinking, change your attitude, reach out for support and encouragement, and to learn the necessary patience and determination that enhances your communications Here's just a couple of steps that will help you. Wait. You know that advice, the count to ten before you respond, it's really good. Give yourself a chance. I say the same thing with email. Before you send that email, read it over, double check. I know we've all made those mistakes of somehow we send, we push send much before we need to. Use perspective. Put your impulses or desires in perspective. And, you know, what's important now may not be important an hour from now or 15 days from now or a month from now. Understand yourself. If you're tempted to act or speak on impulse, understand that impulse is normal, but you don't have to go by it. So reactions and impulses could really cause you to have more frustration. So don't let it ruin the moment because it's not worth it. Take a long view. If you're reacting because someone upsets you, your feelings are hurt, you know, give a little prayer of thanks or take a moment to just meditate. Again, Decide later, don't do a momentary impulse because it may set back your goals. And give yourself a break because we really need to, if we find ourselves acting impulsively a lot, then maybe our goals are just too rigid. Maybe we have to renegotiate the contract with ourselves. Maybe we need to refocus and stop being annoyed either at other people or ourselves. Make sure what we're doing, what we're doing is what we really want to do. And then finally, celebrate. And when you celebrate your accomplishments and all the things that you do, when you intend to do it and keep your promises, things work out. And even small celebrations are a way to reward yourself for your patience and to increase your motivation and to give you more. So compliment and encourage others. So we're going to take a short break again. And when we return, we're going to go across the pond to Scotland by way of Canada to meet Dr. Richard Norris with his transformational book, Hoof It. So I want you to stay with us because we are about to fulfill our purpose and our passion. I am Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style Be the Star You Are. Be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. 
Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are, you are. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. I am Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where every week we showcase incredible authors and experts who enhance and inspire you. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through improved literacy, increased positive messages, and, of course, tools for living. If you'd like to make a donation, go to bethestarur.org. Well, it is always exciting to meet someone who is as passionate about transforming ordinary into extraordinary as I am. And today we're going to be traveling to Scotland by way of Canada to talk with an incredible, be awesome man who is a father, an author, a teacher, a speaker who prefers the word messenger, veterinarian, army officer, competitive swimmer, and business coach who said to me, my purpose, Cynthia, in doing this interview is to deliver value to your show, to you, and to your listeners so that everyone gains practical nuggets to progress their own journey of success. Our be awesome Canadian residing in Scotland guest is author Dr. Richard Norris, and his book is a wonderful parable. It's called Hoof It, Seven Lessons on Your Journey of Success. Hello, Richard. Welcome. Hello, hello Cynthia. Thanks very much. And now i got to live up to all that, that hype you gave me. So. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? You have already lived up to it. You know, as I'm reading the book Hoof It, Seven Keys on Your Journey of Success, it is so amazing how you have taken these little everyday nuggets that people really know, but you've elevated them to a way that makes it simple for every person to actually live their passion, to transform your, their life, as you say, and to fulfill their purpose. But before we get 
to the book. You had you just emailed me while we were well, while I was in my second segment, and I thought what you had to say was so important, and I didn't get to voice it. And this is uh, what you said: is don't let perfect get in the way of excellent, because our partners may not be perfect, but they're perfect for us, and they have something to teach us, and we're are equally perfect for them because we're there to teach them something. That is really profound. Thank you. I thought that was great. It's, uh, okay. It's actually, I've, Jeff, I've done a lot of writing about that because I think every everything that happens in our life is perfect for us at the time. It's just, where, you know, it's like I'll, I'll get up and speak in front of people, see, Cynthia, and say, look around you, look at your partner, look at your teenagers or whatever. They are perfect for you. I didn't say they're perfect. I said they're perfect for you because they, they are there in your life to teach you something so that you can become more like you're supposed to be. Yes, yes. And, you know, that is actually just being your excellent I perfect self, right? Yeah, well, before uh, we dive, absolutely. before we dive into the seven lessons of yep. perfect, I want to hear a little bit about your journey to Scotland. Your 23 years of being a competitive swimmer, <laughs> and what had well, you know being a veterinarian, what it had to do with all of this, other than the fact that you you're calling your book perfect and it's about animals. Yep. <laughs> so tell us a little bit of your backstory, so we really get it, because I know you and your dad. We're very connected, and he's one of your role models, and I really so appreciate that. Sure, yeah. no. Uh, well, the Reader's Digest Abridged Version. Uh, yeah, I started out at the age of eight. All I ever wanted to be was a veterinarian. I had a lot of hurdles in front of me health-wise and everything else, uh, and a lot of naysayers out there who said, you can't do that. Um, and one thing about me is I don't listen to those type of people. And exactly. It was, a, it was a journey of perseverance and a journey of focus. And yeah, I went off, uh, became a veterinarian. At the same time, I was, I was doing my competitive swimming as well. Uh, if I knew now what I knew then, I probably would have been on the blocks at the Olympics. But uh, at the at that time, I didn't know the real game was mentally. I could train with the best of them, but I couldn't uh, win in my head. So that was that was one of the core lessons I've learned over the last X years. And I came over to the UK because I was born in the UK, but emigrated to Canada when I was a kid. Uh, and joined the British Army as an officer to be a vet and did that, did some more post-grad in veterinary medicine to the point where I was doing, um, I was specializing in ophthalmology, so I was doing eyelid surgery on snow leopards and things like that. And, but I realized something was missing, and it really all came back through prayer and meditation that I was, in, I was not where I should be. And so then the journey just became really interesting because it was completely by faith and walking in the dark one step at a time. And I went down the route of everything came back. I should be doing uh, leadership and personal development. That really came out of my MBA that I did. Then I took on, uh, then I focused on that and spent uh, three, I've been unemployed three times. So I had my new career after my MBA, uh, but regrettably uh, my new career um, finished uh, three days before it started because <laughs> our MBA program finished three days after September 11th. And so 70% of my class lost their jobs. I was 18 months unemployed. My wife said, if you go back to veterinary medicine, you are going to be miserable. I can't live with you, so you're not going back. Um, so we And what was probably and, the wisest words, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, because it made you look inside yourself and say, okay, I've got, yeah, I have to uh, change my, 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 these stones into stepping stones, these stumbling yeah, blocks. Absolutely. And, uh, for anybody out there who's got a, uh, a partner or a wife I've, uh, or a husband, you know, they're in your life because they're there with some wisdom, uh, and it's always worth listening to it because, um, they're, um, part of you. And so it's always worth uh, listening to that voice, whether 
they're an ally or an adversary just depends, but the, the, what they're saying is meant to challenge you, so it, it's worth listening to. So, And then I went off and, and took on my business coaching franchise because nobody would give me a job, so I bought myself a business, or I should have said bought myself a job, uh, and then became uh, learned a heck of a lot more about me than actually, as I was coaching people, I was realizing, actually, this is more about me than it is about them, so... And well, this just, is what makes just, you a great leader. This is You're all about self-leadership, which I know you're going to talk about through your yep. book. But what I think the most, the, one of the key messages that you have and throughout the book, Hoof It, Seven Key Lessons on Your Journey of Success, is that success is truly a journey. It's not yep. a destination. Yep. Uh, and the other aspect to that, Cynthia, is most people, unfortunately, one of the first questions I ask when I coach people is, what's your definition of success? And they'll start, and I say, no, that's somebody else's definition. What's yours? Have you actually written it down? Because, unfortunately, the world is always making a comparison of right. what success is. But everybody, you have to understand what your definition is and make it personal to you because then it becomes real. You were mentioning in one of your earlier segments because I was listening in, is, you know, it's about uh, figuring out what's, what's credible for you, what are the criteria um, that mean, mean something for you. No, it, 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 what you're saying is so right. It's always all about you. I mean, and that's the problem, I think, that we face in life, isn't it, is that our, even if we have great parents or the environment, our educational system, everyone is always telling us you need to be a doctor, a lawyer, you have to do this, do this, do this, instead of, we digging deep and finding our own personal power and our own personal trail. And this is what Hoofit is about, is really defining what is your divine design and how can you lead yourself to success. And that's absolutely right because really my conviction is once we understand that and what links in uh, perfectly with that, you referred to personal power and divine design is once we understand what our purpose is, we will have a fulfilling life and we will progress our journey of success and every day will be a success because you're living your purpose. And more importantly, when you find out what your purpose is, you cannot fulfill your purpose without helping other people fulfill theirs. And that is personally the answer to all the world's uh, issues and challenges of today because most people are trying to live somebody else's life or take somebody else's life, whereas if we actually just went around serving each other's purposes, we would uh, life would be far more effective and simpler, and, and we wouldn't have the problems we have today. And don't we get so much joy by helping other people find their passion, find their purpose, you know, go out there and get on their mission and really discover that vocation? One thing that you have something that from the very first time we connected, you said, my network is your network. And I really thought, and, and I just can know that you mean this from the bottom, bottom of your heart. <laughs> I thought that this was really very, very generous and profound. And just as you said, if everyone said that, if mm. everyone said, how may I serve you? How can I help yep. you? Yeah. Wouldn't uh, we go a inter- step higher? Yeah, and the interesting thing with that is, and I've had people say that, Richard, how do you say that? Say your network's my network, because, you know, I've got a network of about 9,000 people or whatever, and in first or, you know, first contact kind of thing. And I always put back to them, I said, I know human psychology. A lot of people, have, unfortunately, have been, uh, have got a jaundiced view of uh, mankind because a lot of people talk a good show, but they don't deliver on it. And one of the things my dad taught me was intense integrity. Mm-hmm. And if I say you I'm going to do it, I'll do talk. it. And absolutely. And so for me, uh, I know that 
99% of the people, when I actually say that, they'll never do it. And I've actually tested it, and it validates that, you know, I'll, I'll purposely put something in front of somebody and see if they act on it, and they don't. And I just, well, that proves, uh, proves mankind's theory. But for the people that do connect with me, they know I will deliver. Is it, you know, it really is something because integrity is something that to me is extremely dear. And, you know, when people say what are the most important things that, that you can have in life, I mean, I think that you have to put health, you know, up there at the top and integrity is right up there in the top three. But we're in a world today that the handshake doesn't mean anything anymore. And like your dad, my dad was the same thing. You know, I mean, yep. your handshake was a contract and you yeah. went forward with that. So if you say you're going to do it, you do it. Absolutely, and that's what my dad told me. He said, Richard, in his business that he was in um, in New York City, you know, his, he was in the construction world, built the World Financial Center and all that stuff. He was responsible for that entire project. And he said, and everyone that I met at his retirement due in New York City said, your dad, your, his word was his bond. You didn't need a contract. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what got wired into me. So if I say I'm going to do something, everybody in my network knows if Richard says he's going to do it, it, it gets done. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way to live. And if the, if everyone lived that way again, we'd have peace in the world. We could truly have peace. Well, let's yeah, talk about you, your actual book. I mean, obviously, we are talking right now about the concepts in the book. The book sure. is called Hoof It. The author is Dr. Richard Norris. It's seven key lessons on your journey of success. But so you've really written a parable, and you have a story of the wildebeest going on their migration in the Serengeti and the key the key characters are the this little calf Vic and Mentor who is the head bull I love the way that you created this story that we can travel, you know, mm-hmm. the grasslands with mm-hmm. this herd. Tell us the journey that you took in, you know, in finding Vic. I mean, who is this representing? And and I, I love the hoof it. Hoof yeah, it. well, Let's do it. That, that's a question I get asked a lot. And, and really, this I do not remember writing this book. Apart from the seven lessons, you know, because when I talked to the person who en- ended up helping me through publishing the book, she said, you know, draw a timeline, you know, draw on one page sheet, this is the timeline of the book, and, and I did that. That's all I had to work from. I didn't know what I was writing from one second to the next. It was completely an inspired book. And every time I read it and pick it up, I go, wow, that's really good. Where'd that come from? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was divinely inspired. It's divinely well, inspired. And I'm absolutely convinced of that. That's why I think that the book itself has a, a mission on this planet, and it's just a question of um, it connecting with the right people, and it'll cascade on a, on a global scale. And one of the things, the reason why I wrote the metaphor is that partly it was a challenge to me because I didn't realize how challenging it was to write dialogue, but I know from all the books that I've learned that have helped me progress my own journey and my own self-leadership, which is my area of focus, is all of the ones that tell a story resonate far more effectively because they're, it's speaking to both our left and right brain because habitually a lot of the business development books out there are very left brain, you know, they're very factual and very dry and very story. Um, they'll put you to sleep. Uh, whereas the ones that keep you alive and engage you are told as a story. And I said, I've got to do that because uh, my spin on leadership is most leadership that out there thinks with a limp. It's mostly left brain. And you, what you need to do is make sure you're engaging both the left and right brain so that you're not thinking with a limp. You're thinking in stride. So uh, that's really the way I, way I approach it. And the story just came out 
I actually I was studying, I, I did some research. It was either going to be about uh, migrating salmon or the wildebeest, and it, the animals are far more um, emotive than fish, or mammals are far more emotive than fish. So I thought, okay, we'll stick with that story. And then when I did the research on the migration, my actual migration, I noticed that the seven lessons would map perfectly with that migrate, migratory pattern. It's fascinating because I do believe, just as you do, I think storytelling is the way to create the uh, the purpose and to have people remember it far after yeah. you just list seven things. Well, the first Absolutely. thing is vision, is vision. Yep. So we have to have like the vision from the eagle because their eyes have the 360 degrees. And so many people don't. No, you know, they don't, if you ask them what is your vision, they haven't written down a vision. They don't have a mission. They don't have a vision. And one thing you've done in your book, Hoof It, at the end of each chapter, you have an exercise page where the readers can take time and really contemplate and write their answers. And I think this is very helpful. Yeah, and one reason why I did it, and some people have said, Richard, you gave too much away. And I go, no, because. I said, what I want to do is not just, unfortunately, and you'll know this because you said you know, to read, you lead, or to, to be a leader, you've got to be a reader. And, right. you know, it, it goes to be a leader, you've got to be a reader, but then you've actually got to go put it into practice. You have to go into action. Yeah, because yeah. knowing and not doing is the same as not knowing. So by actually getting it wired into their system, by getting these one-page exercises, so that by the end of the book, if you, when you do the exercise for each of the lessons, you've got a 21-step action plan to progress your own journey of success. And the nice thing is, and I've had people come feedback, they've done it, they've done the action plan, and then they read the book again, they come up with a new action plan. Exactly, and this is what I was going to contribute here, is that I don't think you're giving too much away. I think because not only are you a coach, but you're a generous person, is that your goal truly is to help the person who has picked up this book to get from point A all the way to Z. And so you're not trying to just lead him to L and then, you know, he, <laughs> he or she has to figure it out the rest of the way. And that is something that I applaud you for because we need to find our vision. We need to know our passion. We need to have commitment. We need to go into action. We need to be before we do. You know, we, we, got, we have to make these decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I would I would agree with that because if you know I use a very simple formula for success: your your B times your do equals your have, or the way I did the other paraphrase I build on that: you've got to be massively attractive to take massive action to get massive results. So, um, but it all starts with most people start with the action. But the thing is, if you don't have your head right, if you don't know who you are, you don't know your identity, your purpose, your vision, uh, you're going to be hitting blind walls. You're going to be hitting alleys. You're going to be um, in the mire, so to speak, um, and in dark places, and you're never going to see the light. Well, and another thing, too, is you do have to reward yourself and celebrate your achievements no matter how small. And I always say you got to play and have fun. And yep. this is something that you talk about in Hoof It is yep. that it can't be all work, 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 because if you're, re if you're playing, then work is play and play is work. You know, you can kind of mix it up. So it's yeah. very important to have fun doing and being what you're doing right yeah, absolutely. yeah you're absolutely right and like i said in i think i said in the book work or i i at least say on from stage is work is a four-letter word i don't like four-letter words i don't use them uh, <laughs> but you have some good you have the good f words i love your f words well richard if you can believe it i am good my engineer is saying we're out of time we're out it's of time our, 
We're already, I mean, it's, it goes so quickly, especially oh. with somebody like you who has so much to say and can help so many people. Dr. Richard Norris, the book is Hoof It, Seven Key Lessons on Your Journey of Success. This is a transformative book. It's small and simple and very easy to get through. Go to drrichardnorris.com. Lots of information on the website. And, um, and Richard, would you just wrap it up for us? Sure. Uh, in what way? <laughs> well, I just mean, just give us a final, just give us a final, you know, a final saying that you'd like to leave our listeners with. Uh, yeah, I think it really comes down to uh, my favorite quote, which is by Albert Einstein, which, which is, when the solution's simple, God is answering. Too many people complicate things out there, but when uh, you look for the simple solution, it's usually the best one because a confused mind says no if you complicate it. Ah, excellent. And another thing that you say is uh, you have to have the truth to be a, a self-leader, and a great leader is always truthful to himself. So, Richard, thank Absolutely. you so much for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I really appreciate you being with us. Again, go to drrichardnorris.com. Our aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, and hopefully motivate. And until next week, when we celebrate again, my name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And you go out in the world and be the star you are. Love you all. Thanks for joining me. You are the star you Thank you for being part of our star galaxy on today's episode of Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We hope you've enjoyed the commentary and are motivated to dream big, overcome obstacles, and realize your potential. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. Join our power party next week right here on World Talk Radio as Cynthia Bryan, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers of the planet pump up the energy with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until then... Be the star you are. You are.